0: Oh, it's live, all right. Colin McCluster. Hey. Colin McCluster told us it's all right. We're going. That is, thank you, Colin. That's the best uh, piece of uh, of information we've gotten from a listener ever on this show, because it makes me feel like I know what I'm doing here. Now we're ready, Kev. I'm watching it. Yeah? You are? Yeah. Everything seems to be working. That's we're horrible. done. We've done what we're supposed to do. All we have to do is get this show on the road, and we actually have music back in the Dutch Hall. It's almost like we're a real show again. Oh. Yeah, some of us even dressed up for the occasion, Kevin. And we have a great guest in the hall tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna start out with some music back again, ladies and gentlemen. It's our great pleasure to introduce to you Badunka Funk. Yeah, come on, Kevin, clap for him. Hey. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: Suit that in hundred in hundred in hundred I found it at the store of this little weapon to my weapon Since I put it all, people ask for more because I light it all up when i on floor. It will build up your yeah, dance Make you a all that dominance, enlighten your consciousness. Make you synonymous with your own sexiness, yeah, hey girl. Looking good in my hundred dollar suit, yeah, baby, looking fine in my hundred dollar suit. Oh, just give it to my baby girl. In a hundred dollar suit, yeah, yeah, looking yeah. fine. In a hundred dollar suit, let's get the line like a boss. With a hundred dollar suit, it's a secret size. We don't spill the sauce 'cause if the line can cross, you know how much this hundred dollar suit costs. Stylin', profilein', deep down to the sound. I'm looking guy in the hood, baby. like us run this town. We're up from the underground. Oh, I got up so you could get down, 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 down. good <laughs> in my hundred dollar suit. How they it? in my hundred dollar suit. Yeah, for the I look yeah. good to give my baby. Yeah, hundred suit. hundred dollar. Mm-hmm. Big booty, to help the ghost, the
0: Hit that theme song, buddy. to pine grove to the dutch hall we have a great show for you tonight but of funk opened us up with yeah. an excellent performance thank you hundred dollar suit right hundred dollar suit hundred dollar suit and uh we just have to introduce the rest of the cast here which is a very short one we just have to introduce the the all-star of season eight and he's off to an okay start for season nine Not ladies bad. and gentlemen behind the board and behind the organ Kevin Fingers Van Dungeon <laughs> And beside me looking creepy as always Sitting there with his dead eyes like a shark Charter's Robot everyone Charters robot,
1: <laughs> ah,
0: And me, I'm your host and two times I'm time. President's Club Award winner Pete Van Dyke everyone <laughs> It's a COVID crowd. Yeah. Now, you will notice from uh, those watching live stream on Facebook and on YouTube, I, I think those guys are enemies of one another, but we're on both of them. Yeah. And uh, you're going to notice that uh, the Dutch Hall, uh, the people in the Dutch Hall, uh, Mr. Bedunk Bedunkafunk. Yes. And uh, the host of the show, two times president of the club award winner, Pete Van Dyke, are both dressed very sharply, right? And you and this robot are looking like a couple of scrubs, Kevin. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, you didn't get the memo. I
2: actually, did you not see the the posting of who's on the show? I did. You know what? I'm not showing Badonka Funk the proper respect he deserves. I apologize. Oh,
3: that's quite all right. I overdress for things. It's okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: I. Uh, i I, off I the hook.
3: I wouldn't. I
2: didn't
0: have a. I had to make a quick wardrobe change, and I got to tell you um you happy about it no i'm not
3: happy about it whatsoever (laughs) no no No. you look you look fantastic well thank
0: you i feel very uncomfortable i want to rip this tie off in the worst way
3: just give it a loosen
2: all right we'll give it a loosen
3: yeah just loosen. i'll loosen mine too we're going
2: all relaxed casual it's like an episode of mad men this is like
0: a part of the wedding like after the speeches at the wedding you can undo your tie a little bit and then the the bars open up.
3: Yeah. And yeah, then the yeah. tie
0: comes off and the ties on your head. And, oh, you yes. know what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah. And then you pull your cock out. Uh, Whoa. You, don't, you guys don't do that? Sometimes.
0: <laughs> I used to do it a lot more. It used to be a common thing. Like, it wasn't such a bad thing to pull your cock out. Like, it was, <laughs> a, Like I mean, it was, but it wasn't traumatic. Like, now you, you're, it's yeah. a, a source of trauma for people. You're in trouble.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or, I'm sure you were a source of trauma back then. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> seemed fun <I> <laughs> but yeah i don't know
0: there could have been somebody that just saw like a penis for the first time and they're like uh yeah it's they were just quiet in the corner i didn't notice them
2: oh, like, oh and wow then, that's what they're all like that's awesome yeah.
0: man i don't know i just yeah. remember like a lot of times you'd be at a party and there'd be a dude naked mm-hmm. right in the Jeez. 90s yeah, Wouldn't there just be, like, a naked guy in the in this corner, you know, and it's everyone's just having a laugh? Some dude swinging <laughs> his dick around for no reason? <laughs> yeah, there's no... Because there's no social media, right? You could yeah. have your dick out. Totally. I think
3: I got naked at a couple of
0: parties, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, harm... Like, there was no evidence of it. It was it was mm-hmm. great. Now, oh. uh... Back in the day. Like, my, yeah. my God. You could do anything. Yeah, now people are... are uh People did do anything. Harvey Weinstein did things. Oh, everyone did bad <laughs> things. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was everything was bad. Right? Everything was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like it's amazing that we know now in in twenty twenty two how bad everything was in like the seventies and eighties and nineties. Even it was like that shows we've progressed at least. We've come. We've we've done yeah, something yeah. at least, right? Like they we've because uh, otherwise we wouldn't know. Because like, when we were doing bad things back then, and I'm saying we because, like, I can't say I'm innocent in any of it, uh, you, we didn't know it was bad. Like, we would sometimes say things like, uh, like, I remember as a child, you know, the the, the eeny, meeny, miny, Mo thing, like, I used the N-word. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I didn't use it because I was... Uh, a racist child on purpose. <laughs> it was a poem. It was a poem I heard. I had no idea what the word meant. You know, it was yep. something you heard. And you just repeated it, you know? Yep. You know, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It was supposed to be a tiger,
2: I think.
3: Yeah, I was I was definitely in the tiger generation. <laughs> yeah, the tiger yeah. was a
0: good improvement to that one, I'll tell you. <laughs> but that's... But it wasn't...
2: 20 times better than what our parents did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, you know? Who knows what they did, you know? Yeah. I know. Even when I started at work, when I started in the workplace, like I was, uh, this would have been like ninety six, ninety seven, like ninety seven, I think, ninety seven, and uh, I was amazed, you know, at how horrible everyone was. <laughs> like uh, the 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 moral uh, fiber of uh, some of these people, you know, <laughs> it was terrible. You know, do you like, have an example? Yeah, like uh, lots of them. Like uh, mo- <laughs> most of the people who like, uh, like a lot of these old school, like baby boomer, kind of like, uh, you know, career guys, they like uh, were chronic, uh, uh, like masturbators, uh, like no fornicators. Oh. Like they would uh, like, like they were like, it was back. Like there used to be a, I always talk about this cause it's a fascinating to me. There's this game show in the seventies hosted by Bob Eubanks who used to host the newlywed game. Do you remember the Newlywed Game?
3: Yeah, is this the guy that Sam Rockwell played in that George Clooney movie? Uh, like he was a CIA agent? No, or something? no, that's
0: uh, the guy from the Gong Show. Oh, okay. that was um, Chuck Barris. Chuck oh, Barris, that's it. Really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, this guy, uh, this guy was uh, Bob Eubanks. He did the Newlywed Game, but he also did this show called Three's a Crowd.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was you'd have the husband and wife and the secretary on. And they would t- bring them both away and ask questions about the husband, <laughs> see and, who knew more, and see who knew more. And they'd always ask like double entendre, <laughs> sexual questions, yeah. and then uh, it would always come out that uh, he's banging, his he's banging the secretary and the
2: you know and the wife, of course, you know, Don Draper,
0: yeah, it, that uh, that Madman stuff, yeah. like it's real, that's real life, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, like that's how it really was. Like there was not a regard <laughs> for like. Uh, See, and then I I said this a couple shows ago, so it's probably. But then, like, you know, like, um, like our age, like our my mom's age of people were the first ones to to join the workforce, right? And then by the time uh, we got there, we were realizing that these guys were all trying to fuck our moms, you know. Like, and then it wasn't cool anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then they stopped doing it. You know. But if they like until the the generation X people entered the workforce, those baby boomers are fucking everything. Like they didn't even think there was rules against it.
2: <laughs> they <laughs> must have hated us.
0: Yeah, including. Yeah, they hated us. Yeah. We were like the you know, Yeah, they everyone hates the millennials. You yeah. know, they hated us for that stuff. For the millennials came along. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now they just forgot about us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they fucked everything, including the planet.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that it's a crazy generation, you know? Yeah. Blind trust in institutions. Abundance. Yeah. The uh, an excess of everything, you know, and uh unprecedented prosperity and and uh, and like like uh, rapid inflation that helped them out. Like it's uh, a million things that went their way. You know? <laughs> yeah. And they didn't have like 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 until 2008 maybe was the blip in the road for him and then uh but like uh mostly it's been till 2020 till the pandemic it's been pretty much a f- free easy ride for those baby boomers like no real wars no real like uh uh tragedy you know no hardship whatsoever for, <laughs> for that whole generation you know yeah it's i don't can't think of an uh, one previous they didn't go through
2: something you know i can even remember like my dad being like why do you switch jobs so much (laughs) yeah (laughs) he just didn't fall into a job out of high school and stay there for 40 years
3: yeah yeah yeah. it was yeah because back then it was like up to the employer to keep the employee yeah now it's up to the employee to keep the employer happy to keep your job
0: yeah i guess so yeah i i think it's changing the big power shift and as far as i hope at least uh, i'm hopeful that the because like uh, there's such a shortage of labor now, I think that the that the employee is going to have more power, and they'll start using the employer to get the life they want, rather than the employer paying the person to give up their life to live yeah. the life they want them to live. You know? Yeah. That's that's a tough sell anymore. You know, to anyone. At least, especially guys like me. Like I, it was a tough sell always for a guy like me. Like I, it, it, it stunk. Yeah. Every time they offered me money at my job, I'd be like, like to put up with more shit, I'd be yeah. like, can you quantify the shit? And then I'll just like forego that amount of money, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like not to do, <laughs> do the shit. What did you do before? I lent money to fa- farmers, like I mostly farmers. But, but you I worked did, at a bank or something? Yeah, like bank different banks, and mostly like- um,
3: you're, you're like a finances guy.
0: Pff, excuse me, yes, it, I was. Many, a long time ago now so like uh, my i'm probably pretty rusty but right. yeah money that was my uh i liked uh i got like a business degree at a university and then uh, yeah i went into finance crazy yeah i was supposed to do it for five years but it went too long and then um ended up doing it a lot longer but it's over now it's yeah. over it's like a uh, ptsd <laughs> I, I think, you think about it. I, to, I saw a guy in khaki pants one time no it was like three guys at khaki pants at a restaurant and i was just there to pick up food or whatever and it was swear to god i was having like like a it, it a was whole, triggering yeah, yeah it was like a, it was a vietnam flashback like we were really like <laughs> it was stressful just hearing their like yeah. fucking boring banter back and forth about <laughs> inane bullshit. You know, none of them would ever spend time with each other unless they were forced to under this lunch scenario, yeah. you know? Oh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Why would you live your life like
3: that? I, I, <laughs> Sorry. You might be. Right, do you have a real job? I have a real job, yeah. Do you I like mean, it? Unfortunately. I mean, it's a, it's not... I don't know. I'm working from home right now, so it could be worse. Like. Yeah, yeah. Do you notice a difference...
0: In the amount you work versus when you worked at home versus at work when you worked at
2: work, uh, you know what I mean? Like, do you ever get to shut it off, or you always kind of?
3: Oh yeah, I shut it off. I I I'm like five o'clock. I'm like boop done. Like I'm shutting applications down.
0: Yeah, because you know what I
3: find is like I uh, because it's like at that point I'm like you you like you can lay me off or fire me or whatever for leaving at five. Like I don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I always thought every job I had I, I always thought I could do what they wanted me to do in the 8 hours or whatever except for manual labor where you got to do the same thing indefinitely with no reward or end. <laughs> but the uh, is the is like I could do it in 2 3 hours, you know? Like the the rest of the day I'm fucking around. And it's like meetings and and like telephone filler. bullshit filler. It's like all like you know, a bunch of crap. It's not really stuff you need to do. Yeah. The real work, you know, two, three hours, toss a day, and then I'd rather, if I'm doing that at home, which I could do it anywhere, then why would, uh you know, the rest of the day I could be doing stuff that benefits me? Exactly, know? yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: I mean, Actually, yeah.
0: that's what I did, too, to be honest with you. When I was at the uh, banks or whatever, I never give a fuck about them. I never really did, because... I was, the, I, So I'd work on my own personal stuff while I was on there, but I was getting paid by them because nice. cause like I want me to be there for eight hours, but I could yeah. do it in three, you know? So it was kind of nice because my wife had a business starting out so I could work on that and then still would get paid by them. That was kind of sweet. I forgot I did that because that, <laughs> that was kind of sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I always tell my kids that too. I'm like, don't go work for somebody else and give your life to them. You know, you, yeah. you have to like – if you're gonna sell your life to a company, like uh, make sure you're getting what you want out of it. You know, you got to be. You're, they're asking for a lot of you. You know, if they're asking for forty hours of your week, it's a lot of your
3: time. It's we- so we- much time. Yeah. Like, how does anybody get anything done with a job? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You Isn't know, point? yeah, yeah. It's so ridiculous.
0: I know. It's funny. Like, uh, I know sometimes if people at work night shifts. They'll be like, that's the time I can get stuff done because you're, you, during the you're like awake during the day. That's your, versus like normally if people work in the day, they get home around supper time. and then they're kind of bush. They just kind of. Yeah. Whereas uh, when they're on night, when he's on night shift, you had the afternoon where he's, you know, you're up and. I found
2: that when I did it. Yeah. Yeah, you could stay up till noon if you wanted. To. Like, say you're done at seven, you could stay up till noon if you felt like it, or you could go right to bed and get up at three. Yeah, yeah. My well, problem is when you get up. But three, you're kind of like you're waiting to go to work, and that sucks. Yeah, okay. like it'd be like getting up at two in the morning, and you start at eight. Yeah, you're just waiting. That's
0: like my. That's like stand up though, because you do. You're at night, and you gotta wait forever. And it's fucking over real fast. It's like uh, <laughs> sex. It's like sex. Yeah, <laughs> it
3: really is. Did you do stand up before? Yeah, I did stand up for many years. Yeah, a well, while ago. Yeah.
0: Oh really? In Hamilton?
3: Yeah, in Hamilton, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh did we meet then? Uh I don't know. Like I don't think so. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I
0: yeah. know, I met you once in Delhi at, yeah, at the church. At the church. And then uh but I had and then I just I saw the Badunka Funk stuff online, so I knew you were doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a
3: while since I've been performing. I just like I don't know. Stand up got uh I don't know. It got too much. I just, yeah, I didn't want to do it anymore. It's a wear. It wears at you, man. It does for sure. Yeah, like yeah. It, they say it's a calling.
0: If like, if in order for you to endure the punishment of stand up, you have to like, you have to think it's for something bigger than that.
3: Yeah, and I find like with Not, the, the music, like I can, I can still get into it even if there's four people there. You know, with stand up, it's just brutal. Yeah, <laughs> and like, there's so much like. There's so much judgment. You walk on the stage and it's just like, people are like, how dare you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how dare you take that microphone and start speaking into it?
2: It's like instant feedback too, right? Like, yeah. you know. Oh, totally,
3: yeah. totally. But the people
0: who will come to the show and like, they're like, they're like uh, almost mad at you. Like they doubt that you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. How dare you go up there? Yeah. Like, and they're like, te- te- like tempting you. Like, go ahead. Try it. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck is your
2: problem? Yeah. (laughs) Why would you come to a comedy show if you're like, yeah, you're not skeptical? It's like
0: going to see a magician and just so you can say this isn't real. (laughs) Of course it's not real. You know, like, just get over (laughs) it. You know, same with wrestling, you know? Yeah. Just fucking enjoy the show. And
3: then, and then there's like times where it is at a restaurant, like you're doing an open mic at a bar or something. And. And people just showed up to like have a drink, yeah. And you're performing, and you're like trying to engage them, and it's like, it's, yeah. Oh yeah, you
0: ambush them. You yeah. totally hijack their night.
3: And it's like, from their <laughs> perspective, I totally get the the negativity, you know. Oh yeah. So music, I guess you could,
2: at the very least, play a song everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. you
3: could play a song everybody's even if it like even w- with this, it's like I'm not playing like offensive music. Like it's got a groove to it, like yeah yeah people if people are like chatting with their friends while it's happening like i'm not like feeling the need to pull a hundred percent of your attention you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. which stand-up is that it's like you go on the stage and it's like you need a hundred percent of everyone's attention or it's not really gonna work yeah you're asking for a heck of a lot yeah yeah
0: and when you're in these like and i i know there. are I know they're, uh, like, a necessary function of the way stand-up works is to have these rooms, these, these horrible, horrible ambush rooms, and they're, the, they're just a deal where somebody who's not a really good at booking a show... Convinces a bar owner to let us, let us do stand up. Yeah. There's no money that changes hands. <laughs> no, uh, no. There's no, like, uh, there's just a tolerance that we're going to do this. Yeah. And they don't, uh, move the regulars. They don't shut the hockey game off. They yeah. don't do <laughs> anything to accommodate you, you know? Uh, and, but there's a function to those rooms as far as like, if you make it work, if you make a joke work there, it's it's a joke worth keeping, you know. Like it's a, yeah, yeah. You know, but the fact that any that they have to exist, I don't know. I don't know if I can agree with that because they, they they're so terrible. Like I mean, there's they set every comic up to fail. They make comedy look bad. Yeah. Like they make it look worse than it should be, and they like the you can see a good performer. And he's going to look like shit in that situation, you know? Yeah, totally. You know, um, another thing about music versus comedy is you can um, practice mm-hmm. at home and uh, you know it sound, it's pretty good, but if you practice enough at home, like you know that it kind of sounds good, it sounds like shit. Right. But I can tell, I can't tell a joke to myself or even record it and then. Yeah. Play it back. There's no audience. There's no, the energy will never be the same, you know? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I tell my wife jokes that I'm going to say on stage all the time. And then, uh, she's like, yeah, that's funny or whatever, you know? And then I'll say it on stage. It'll do, it'll do good. And then, uh, she'll see it and she'll be like, Oh, you say it way different. You know, you say it way different when you're up there, you know? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, I tell her the bones of the joke you know, like how the structure works, you know, right, like this right. is the setup, this is the punchline. But then when you're on stage, you're kind of working it into like conversational kind of yeah, yeah. talk or you're trying to make it seem more natural. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or working it into crowd work or something like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, so then, so it, and plus you have the energy of those people, the live people in the room. And then when there's that energy, you're going to, um, you just are, I don't know. You're into your performance mm-hmm. mode, you know, whether that be the rhythm or the cadence or the pacing of performing, or and you're full of piss, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get like full of adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. That's what I can't. Why I could never quit comedy. I don't think. Like That's why this lockdown's killing me. Right. It, it's because I need the that adrenaline pump.
3: Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I missed uh, I didn't I didn't realize how much I missed performing. I'm glad it's with music for sure. Stand up is still a little bit much right now.
0: But it it does the same thing though. it, it, it gives you a charge, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh so how long have you been doing doing the stuff?
3: Uh I started when it was like the first lockdown. I um that's when I started getting it together. Oh, yeah. And I started, like, releasing some online videos, and I was like, this is really fun. And, uh, yeah, I just started putting these videos together. I had so much time, right? I, and and I figured it all out. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I just want to get it. Uh, I just want to do this on stage. So, you know, I got my act together and uh, figured out what I need, built this rig, and then um, I uh, signed up for, you know, Dean Rainey, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you lent out your church property to... Um, the Tailgate Town Show. The Tailgate Talents Show. So I was in season three.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
3: And like I... W-
0: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> uh, spoilers. Uh, my episode isn't airing for a couple weeks, but I don't know. No. I'm going to spoil it. Okay. Uh, I won the, um, like my round or whatever. So I got to perform in the finals in Waterford. Oh yeah. And that's it, like it it solidified that I was on the right path I guess, you know, like it, oh, it, cool. yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, David Green was on that show and Yeah, yeah, and he our... was on the same day but a different episode. So yeah, me and him were head-to-head in the finals.
0: Yeah, he came and did our podcast after. He yeah, that's right that, yeah.
3: because we yeah, I was trying to get him to party at my house, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, he was. uh I don't think he really realized how far away I was. Like I, w- I was even further. Oh, from where he was going. Yeah, because he's Niagara. Eh? Yeah. What time he got here? He was tired.
3: Oh yeah, I was trying to get him to come to my place, which is like nearby. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, after here, after before whenever. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It would have worked. But yeah, it uh, it was awesome and like. Uh, the water it was at the Waterford Legion doing shows at the Legion yeah. and it was a uh, it was amazing and yeah. it was like it was like 100 hundred hundred plus people there it's about uh, the that's
0: that's uh Fred Eagle Smith did on my show one time and he was saying he does all that like books the legions and sets his own chairs up and all that stuff. yeah and it's like this podcast kind of thing. Like it's you get all the control over everything. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I like uh,
3: I love Legion shows or <laughs> Hungarian Hall shows. Or, Hungarian Hall. You know. Yeah. So I yeah I was in Hamilton and I I just moved to Delhi in uh, what was it two it, just over two years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm originally from Hamilton. You were born and raised in Hamilton. Yeah. How oh, was, how
2: was that switch?
3: uh pleasant oh yeah yeah i like living in the country man it's it's great small town life yeah, i like it too yeah but i grew up we grew up that way
2: um yeah i so just wonder like something like just oh, i would think there's always something to do
3: yeah with him, but, uh, oh there, yeah there definitely was that but you know i don't know we i just hit like an age and we just like hung out at home all the time yeah yeah, yeah. Plus, i uh. do smells it does now i notice it now when i go back there i'm like this is quite pungent you can
2: smell when you get there (laughs) really i've never noticed the smell of hamilton to be honest with you i think it's those coke ovens from the two steel
3: plants yeah probably i used to live like a stone's throw from uh, defasco there oh yeah yeah so it's got is that by uh is that by where the galley pump is uh pretty close yeah galley pumps more central hamilton yeah Oh, yeah, because that uh, mm. that's a tough part. That. <laughs> oh, I've, I've done tons of shows. I not tons, but I've done at least like three or four shows at the Galley Pump.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, yeah. I just did one, but I will be going on Mondays <laughs> once they <laughs> let us do it again. Yeah, so that's my wo- Monday working room going forward for that, a bit. The Galley Pump. It's like you go in there to to uh, take a beating <laughs> it's a tough room but it's like like i said that's where you go to yeah find yeah out if
3: you're honest right yeah yeah To see what you can good. do to strengthen it's like working out a little yeah, yeah 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 um so is that does ryan sim host that uh yeah ryan sim and uh doug coning i think sweet yeah i just met ryan i haven't met him in person i just met him because i did a show with david green on friday on, oh, on, on zoom? zoom yeah oh cool yeah yeah so, so that's where I, met him. I have
0: not done a zoom show yet and mm. i don't want to i i think i've tapped on it i don't give a shit that uh, i'm a dinosaur and blah 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 i just don't like it it's just to me i just hate it you, if, unless you can have if you even if like if you can't have the sound and the feel of a live audience it's like what's the point
3: yeah it's you know? uh, yeah, it was definitely weird because it was like I was performing to a camera in my basement. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, it's it's way it's <laughs> in that regard, it's a hundred times easier than stand up. The music thing, because okay. I can I can go in my basement and just like gyrate my hips, you know. Yeah, yeah. No problem. You're more like an OnlyFans girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Except I just give
0: it away for free on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, We have to do this thing. Uh, I hope you don't mind. Not at all. But it's a thing that we do, uh, and we haven't done it this whole season since the beginning of the year. And it's a thing that we call Feedback. We Got Feedback. We Got Feedback. Well, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by, you can listen to the ads at the beginning of the show whenever I put those up, because I'm not going to bore you with it, but I, uh, every week we ask our listeners to reach out to us, let us know what they think of the show, and they do that at uh, Hall at gmail.com or thedutchhall at gmail.com or Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of that stuff, and uh, they give us messages. Now, I had them both printed out, and the one is <gasps> no, the one is on that counter there. Can you reach that? There's a folded piece of paper, just a folded one in half. That is what I'm looking for. And I have uh, one other one. Is that it? Oh, it's just a card. No, that's not it. It's a folded piece of paper. It's not there. No, never mind, Kev. I I I left it somewhere else. Well, I'll get it on my phone. But anyways, we had one one listener um who uh who we read his feedback on uh the I tried as long as I could. We we read his feedback on uh, the season eight. I know I did it again. On season eight and uh it was Bonesy Bonesy. And Bonesy just wanted to give us a follow-up message. He says, hello, Pete. Just listen to the season finale. And it, he says, hopefully 2022 will be an improvement over the 2020-2021. Not sure it can get any worse. Your newest Diamond Club inductee, mm-hmm. Bonesy. And so thank you to Bonesy there. And we have one more piece which I, for the life of me, cannot figure out. It's from our queen, Kevin. Oh,
2: Jen. That's Jen? what I mean.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, just, there it is. There it is. Anyways, here it goes. It's from our queen, our one and only Patreon <laughs> subscriber.
2: Keeps the show going.
0: Keeps the blights on here. Yep. And without her, we'd be nothing. Anyone else, if any of you listeners weren't such cheap pricks, you would at least give five bucks on Patreon, but no, Jen does it. Yeah, she, 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 no, she, she gives more. She's, I'm she's, a tell you that. she's a good woman. Our queen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she says, uh, still listening. Mm-hmm. Hi, Pete. Happy New Year. Congratulations on eight seasons and thank you. I hope all goes okay with your chemo. Okay. That's where I uh, was like, uh, I don't remember saying anything about chemo, but it. You're not the only person that said this. Kevin says someone else said it to him as well, and I I I don't remember what I said that would make people think I'm gonna undergo chemo. But Kevin said I said I was gonna lose my hair. So, yeah,
2: because he said it would come back, might come back curly. That I remember. Yeah.
0: And that's because eventually, with this cancer that I have, I may eventually the treatment will be chemo, but I um, haven't. I don't have to do it yet. I have to eventually do it. Now I have to just wait until my body deteriorates enough Uh to warrant the chemo making me even worse.
2: So you're not doing chemo?
0: Not currently, no.
2: No appointments for chemo?
0: No appointments for chemo either. I just have to go for my waitful watching appointment. (laughs) So I just give blood and they tell me come back in three months usually.
2: Give more blood? Yeah. Then you're set free?
0: And then in those three months, funky shit happens to my body, yeah. and I grow l- lumps all over places, and then they go away. Yeah. And I get there, and they're like, you're doing great, and then I go away again.
2: <laughs> you're like, but you should have seen yeah, two, weeks two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago,
0: I had fucking lumps on my head. <laughs> yeah. They're like, eh, whatever, they're gone now. Mm. And I'm like, okay, go back to living your crazy life. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. Go. That's honestly what they do. Wow. Now they put it off because of COVID. Um, well, that's good she cares, though. Well, it is good she cares, yeah, Kevin. I just don't know why. I don't want to give people the wrong impression. No, uh, I'm listening. Uh, I've, I'm still listening and have been enjoying the conversations with the regular crew and with Joe and Michael Moses. Ooh, she like Joe got positive positive reviews here. I, I've never heard that. No, <laughs> I. Um, she didn't say he was likable. No, she said she she's been enjoying the conversations with Joe.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't mean she likes him.
0: What do you think about that? When Joe was in here, didn't you think he was like? He was, like, a a, a, a difficult-to-control child that day, I yeah. thought. Well, there's... A, Very excitable.
2: I I found because there's another comedian, an actual real comedian, Moses, and, you're, and you, another real comedian, he was kind of like the...
0: We ganged up on him a little bit before the show. Yeah. I wish they would have... Uh, you We would have recorded the yeah. roasting of him that we did. Yeah. Remember where he kept trying to say something serious and we just kept interrupting <laughs> him? Yeah. With yeah. things that we things that were horrible about him? The small penis and Oh, uh, it was belly. such a long list. Yeah. It was such a fun list. Yep. Anyways, it wasn't on the air. but
2: uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, it was really good. It was great. Yeah.
0: It was great. What you guys don't know is that this shit that we put out to you is the worst the, stuff. The, it's the before and after. It's minus really,
2: the musical performance. Yeah, thing. that
0: was great. That was great, Badunk Funk.
2: That was good, yeah.
0: That no. was great. Thank you. Um, I like all of your goals for this year, and I hope... That you get your bartender and your band back together. Keep up the good work, Jen. Now, thank you, Jen, our queen. Now I have to tell you, God Himself came on our program and said we need to get the band back together. He did, and now our queen says we have to get the band back together. Royal proclamation. I think we got to get the band back together, Kevin.
2: (laughs) I think we should.
0: So let's go knock on doors. Okay. We have to do it. We're adding it to the season. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do this. If you were in the Nocturnal Emissions in the past, be expecting a phone call. <laughs> we're going to be starting bo- bothering you on this program. We have no choice. We're going to get the band back together yep. some, some way. All right. That's just what it, what's going to take. Oh god. Who do you think's going to be the toughest to get?
2: Um I'm afraid I'm afraid of what'll happen with Wes if he doesn't want to.
0: Whiskey Wes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's a he's a wild card. You want know to know why? Still, waters run deep with that fella. He doesn't say many words. Hey, yeah. eh? what he does is he thinks deeply, mm-hmm. and uh, he just hit, and God only knows. But if I know Whiskey Wes, you know, if we're gonna be uh, if we're not just getting the band back together, uh, you know, for willy Nelly, yeah, if we're dope. getting the band back together to kick some ass, oh, yeah, well, he's in. Then he's in. Yeah, right. And i got to tell you, this has been something that's in the works. I got to tell you, it's not just Jen and God. Uh It's something that I've wanted as well. And uh, we have reached out. I have reached out to the band uh, to gauge their interest. How's that going? Uh, To come back on the show, I don't think, I don't know about on the show, like for any sort of regularity. But to do uh some dates, like to do some uh actual live shows once they let us start doing shit again. Oh yeah. Uh I have a uh a commitment from most of oh, the nocturnal emissions. Cool. Most awesome. of the nocturnal emissions for a number of and then I actually went out and I uh approached the bus driver. No kidding. And uh said, Would well, you drive an R V mm-hmm. again? If I lined up a few uh, places road dates and road dates, uh, because that was the most fun when we did that tour. <laughs> and cause it's the most ridiculous thing. Hey, eh? like we want, we were a podcast for like maybe a year and, uh, we had a semblance of a house band. We didn't have much. We didn't have much. We didn't even know how to put on a show really at all. Like it was embarrassing. Looking back. But we rented an RV and went to Orangeville and Leamington.
2: It took her on the road
0: to do shows in people's houses, (laughs) (laughs) and and the one guy actually let in like there was (laughs) listeners and people that came that he didn't know in his own house. And one of our listeners actually uh, ended up passing out in his bedroom in his wet underpants (laughs)
2: because
0: he was in his hot tub before that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought so. So, anyways, uh, it was such a fun tour. Uh so um should have
2: had a shirt made up.
0: Yeah, you know guys nowadays. will go guys will go like on a weekend with their friends to like uh like a car a NASCAR race or a, yeah. uh yeah um like a football game or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you think about uh what you spend on that, right? Yeah. And then we just took that same amount and spent it on of on this bullshit the <laughs> tour that we did,
2: but the, the entertainment you provided, you did a service.
0: Oh, it was so fun! It was so fun too. Like I remember at uh, one point, um, Michael's drumming, and some principal that was at the show <laughs> is like sitting on his lap, like it's a lady principal. Yeah. Oh, and she's uh, and he's like uh, he's like holding her hands with the drumsticks and drumming. You know, like yeah, yeah. The for the <laughs> song. Uh, it was just so fun. It just laugh. You know, it's just like, oh, it's the best. So that that's what I want to do again this year. It's I like can't. something that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Like just rent a thing, find people that are willing to let you do your show. But this time the show will be better. And this time I know better venues too that will let us do it.
3: Please keep me informed. I, yeah, I really want to do more shows around Norfolk. So
0: Oh, around Norfolk?
3: Or anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Why, what were you thinking? Oh, I'm good. I'm going to be leaving Australia. for a
0: tour. <laughs> oh uh, no, no, but no, no, not, Australia, not, not, not Australia yet. God damn kid. it! But we can get it. Like, Emil said, we got his couch. I'm pretty sure he sent a picture of it. Yeah, it did look like a bunch of pussies, didn't it? It did. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we, we yeah we we are basically starting this podcast just to find couches around the world <laughs> that we can sleep on because we will not go anywhere. But I, th- I was thinking, like, I do want to do, I do want to do Interkip because Interkip. Where's Innerkip? Interkip? Is that it's, by Barry? No, Interkip's by Woodstock. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's out uh that way. And uh because uh, I want to have my buddy Joe Botello uh oh. perform in Innerkip. Good idea. Uh yeah, for the as part of the, that one. Cuz that would be great cuz he's been trashing them on our program for a lot. Innerkip, the, the city the the citizens of Innerkip. <laughs> And uh, so we have listeners from Interkip, and uh, I would like to bring that uh, conflict together. (laughs) Sweet. What I'd actually like to do is take, this has been a dream of mine, and I know Joe will never find out about this because he only listens to the stuff he's on, (laughs) is um, I want to have a show like maybe around here. But we get a bus of people from Interkip to come down, oh, and then yeah. I hire Joe to headline the show. <laughs> I show that I have confidence in his act and all this stuff, yeah. like I totally lie to him and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then i uh and then i I book him as a headliner, but the whole crowd the crowd's enjoying the host they enjoy the middles and everything then the then the the headliner comes out, and they are. They totally on the whole bus ride down, I'm just playing them clips of, <laughs> of like, what Joe trashing them and, and coaching them how to, like, uh, ruin Joe's night. You know? <laughs> coaching <laughs> them. Yeah. Just so that uh, – and then totally no word to him at all. Just set him up for this, like, this horrible fail. Like, I, this is a fantasy of mine. That I would rank with a sexual fantasy. <laughs> know, that, that's how much joy it brings me to think about, you know, to bring that that bombing on. And this is something that he does to himself all the time. And I could just wait around, go to some shows with him and watch him bomb terribly too. And not have to go through any trouble, you know, <laughs> something he's doing to himself.
2: it be fun to be the architect though, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yes. That's what I think it would be fun. The scheming. Yeah. The scheming. Yeah. The scheming. Yeah. The plotting.
2: Yeah. Plotting.
0: Yes, I like that stuff. Bringing a plan together like like uh, Hannibal, the Hannibal, Jig- yeah.
3: Jigsaw Killer, George Pappard.
2: <laughs> Get you a big. Cigar. Who's a Jigsaw
3: Killer? The dude from Saw. Oh, I didn't watch Saw. So oh, it's yeah. It's too scary. It's You're, too scary. I don't you like scary
2: movies, it. man. Oh, really? Do
0: you, you like scary you movies? 80?
3: No. You
2: know what movies I hate <laughs> hate more than scary movies? Though he
0: said it's serious too. To see us, yeah, and serious? then quickly changed
3: the subject. No. 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 no, moving on. Don't talk about scary movies.
2: Is those fucking Fast and Furious movies stink, too? Never, oh, Never yeah. watched one, but they look awful. I, I really
3: mean, they either. didn't. They never really claimed to be good. No. They're no. just like, they're for, yeah. I have for, um, uh, like, uh, uh, douches, douche, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, car people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: do like the Rob Zombie. I don't know if they're scary movies. They're considered scary, but I do like those ones. Like that House of a Thousand Corpses and mm. the devil's rejects i thought they're i don't know if i didn't did. see
0: him either no sounds scary
2: what <laughs> like texas chainsaw you know
0: i watched uh what's the one them is it them is that the jordan peele one jordan peele that he does that he did that horror movie and is where like us
3: us is it us us
0: is that the one I think so, So So yeah. they made the black people, like, where, like, rich white people would take over black people's Oh, bodies. that was, um...
3: <sighs> you know yeah. that movie? Yeah, like, I know that, that movie. That was supposed
0: to be scary, though, right? It was, yeah, but it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary to me at all. No. I, I thought that was fine, that movie. Yeah. I liked, I liked it. Yeah, it was all right. You know what I like? To be honest, my favorite kind of movie, I, as it turns out... Double cross movies, you know. (laughs) Double cross movies. Yeah, where everyone double crosses everybody, right? You you, you'd think you know. I just watched an old movie with like uh, I don't know even why I watched it, but it was like Audrey Hepburn and uh, Ah, see, uh, 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 Cary Grant. Oh yeah, and uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, James Colburn. And, uh...
2: Rock Hudson?
0: No, uh, George Kennedy, you oh. know, from Naked Gun? Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, the the partner of Leslie Nielsen?
2: The old detective? Yeah, George yeah. Kennedy. Isn't he,
0: his partner O.J. Simpson? Uh, he's one of them. It was, oh, okay. uh... It was him and the partner was George Kennedy, and then, like, Norberg was O.J., and he oh, was, okay. like, the third wheel, kind of... Oh, okay. Comic relief. Comic relief. That's o. what O.J.'s famous
2: for. Yeah. O.J.'s <laughs> yeah.
0: famous for comic relief. Yeah. Yeah, OJ.
2: If I her. did it, <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have nothing for OJ. I'm tired. I think it's because I'm wearing this stupid suit. It feels like I'm at a funeral.
3: Oh man, it feels like you're at a funk party. You don't wear red sequins to a funeral, do you? This is like some sort of an Italian shirt too. Like, I don't know where. Yeah, the light like it. glistens off of it. Like you don't know want you'd be like getting reflections in the preacher's eye. I don't, I'm just not. You know. I'm not. Uh, you. Don't, you think this
0: is disrespectful to wear to a funeral? To be honest, is it too shiny? It's
2: uplifting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, look on the bright side. I have this shirt. Yeah.
2: Hey. How
0: can you be sad when <laughs> I have a shiny shirt? This,
2: this dead guy in the box would be happy to see
3: me in this shirt. Yeah. You like go and tap dance on top of the coffin <laughs> as it's going down.
2: Hello, my darling. Hello. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh,
0: you see, I don't like it. I don't want to do any of that stuff. All right. So uh, I think that's it, right? We got to our two feedbacks. And that is a successful, and we got sidetracked. That's a successful feedback segment. So if you'd like to. I want to do one. I want to
3: do a feedback.
2: That's so fun. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's an a, like that's an asterisk power thing. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You uh, pointed. Yeah, because I gave the point. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I like gave Kevin. Yeah,
0: you can have them have it. You I'm sorry, right. I didn't. I didn't mean
2: to. I was halfway through the click. I was hoping for a point at that.
0: Point. <laughs> <laughs> so we we uh, we have a couple of things to do before we end the show. Thank you very much for coming in. It's been great yeah. to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So we have a uh, we have two uh bits then, and then we'd like to ask you to play another song. Definitely. Um, we have either uh, the news of the week or a robot jokes, and the robot wrote us jokes <laughs> two weeks ago because he wanted to show he was contributing to the show. <laughs> and the other one is just simply um, art, uh, jokes that are uh, ripped from the headlines. Ooh! So those are your two choices. I
3: wish we had <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's go. Let's go. Robot jokes.
0: Robot jokes. All right. All right. So I I would say these jokes are uh, have not been screened. Okay. They've been written by the robot and <laughs> handed to me. Right. I have no. Your line producer uh, didn't go I, over them I, first. I have not uh, <laughs> uh, screened these, vetted these jokes in any way, and I do not endorse. That's the important. jokes That's important of Robot said. Dave. You know, these are definitely just his jokes. <laughs> and I do not know what's going through his head. Okay. I don't want to start with that one. <laughs> okay. Why did the father of four children wrap himself in duct tape during the most recent lockdown? Oh, why? To keep himself from murdering his family.
2: <laughs> oh, he, he likes them <laughs> he likes them that
3: is outrageous
2: <laughs> it. Sure is.
0: what is more believable that all these public restrictions of our freedoms are necessary or Doug Ford can wipe his own ass that's
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> that's wisdom <laughs>
0: What's the difference between Doug Ford and Adolf Hitler?
2: Wow, he's got to think for, for wow.
0: He? He's really gone after Ford here. Yeah.
2: What is the difference? At least Adolf Hitler
0: gave you a train ride before imprisoning you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoa. Jesus. That one's borderline. Oh, hey! Okay. Wow. Why did the master of industry <laughs> start painting pictures of the queen with his penis? <laughs> Why? It was either that or noose tying. <laughs> he tried every other mind numbing distraction from the emptiness of life. Charlie, <laughs> are you <laughs> <a> poor bastard? <laughs> I think he's. You okay? Are you okay, buddy? Don't live your life in regret. <laughs> <laughs> Another Doug Ford joke? You want one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the difference between Doug Ford and a date rapist? Oh my goodness. A date rapist will get you drunk before he fucks you. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) And uh, what's the difference between Justin Trudeau Uh and a huge talking pussy?
2: (laughs) What could what could be the difference?
0: A huge talking pussy is less of a huge talking
2: pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, Dave. I like job. He ended strong on that one. <laughs> well, that's it for Robot Jokes. If uh, you'd like to, um, people at home, uh, if you'd like to, uh, reach out. Uh, yeah you might if uh, if you want to get set up for the closure i'll I'll finish everyone up here if you'd like to uh, reach out to our program and give us some feedback please do so at live from the dutch hall gmail.com the dutch hall gmail.com or you can go to instagram twitter facebook we are the dutch hall you can find us there and uh uh, once again, I'd like to thank Badunka Funk for coming in. Please look for him or Craig Watkins anywhere that you uh, are looking for live entertainment. And Kevin, thank yes. you, as always, for doing a great job behind the board there. Dressing up. We're going to get you on that uh, organ eventually. <laughs> and everyone at home, tell a friend. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the end. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, Badunka Funk.
1: don't see eye to eye. I like to advocate for the bigger ladies, but everywhere I go, all I get is hated. So all the big girlies should throw off your love handles. If someone tells you no, we'll forget the beauty standard. Because Chubby versus Skinny, Chubby's gonna win it. If the guys say otherwise, it's too afraid to admit it. 36, 24, Forty-six, Yeah, right. A girl who fits his size just do it pretty slight. Little a real brick house, is thicker than your type. And the Commodores can go take a hike. It's sexy in a size, so wiggle them thighs. Showing everybody who's doing it right. you? do Just give me that, give me that, don't Baby, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm don't just give me that, give me that, yeah, <laughs>